Welcome to Dyctopia, the podcast hosted by me, Lee Robinson. And me, Kate McLaughlin. We are a queer comedy duo with a kooky little gay show in Denver, Colorado called Dyctopia. We're here to bring a little gay sunshine to your otherwise cloudy day as we all try to survive in our oppressed capitalistic society. Teehee. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you're hungry because this week on the podcast... We're talking about food. Hell yeah. We'll discuss some of our favorite foods, review the gayest foods, and I will have Lee rate some of the best food-related songs in the game. Can't wait. Yeah. Lee, how's your week? Week was really good. I had a lot of very fun shows. I did drag for the first time, possibly the last time (laughs) ever. I'm not sure. How was it? It was much harder than I thought. I was totally like a deer in the headlights. You know, it's just so different like when you're doing karaoke. Uh, this was just like, I didn't have any choreo prepared. I had a, I had a couple things prepared. Yeah. I guess I should, I can tell everybody, you know, what my thing was. My, uh, drag name was Butch Dick, uh, (laughs) which I personally loved, uh, and will be continuing to use that in my daily life. And that's so funny. That's (laughs) like, it's not even a joke or like, it's not like a play on words. It's just like, it's just so dyke boy. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Which if that isn't me, (laughs) Facts. Relatable. Um, we got a lot. I feel like we probably have a lot of Dyke Boy listeners out yeah. there. Yeah. Shout out to all our Dyke Boys. Whoop, whoop. So that was my name. I was dressed like a problematic porn producer who lives in rural Alabama. Oh, funny. I You looked like so many guys from my hometown mm. that are like really into fly fishing and shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely a confusing mix. Like problematic political opinions meets like kind of sexy meets like scary. Yeah. Like, I, me and some of the other people on the show, I was like, oh, we look like we could be committing hate crimes. Um, but then, That's the drag <laughs> fantasy, honey. Yeah, pretty much. But then as I was walking to Charlie's after the show, I was like, this is when I feel the most like I am going to be hate crimed. Just men looking at me being like, mustache, wait, what's going on? I don't like it. Were those fears, like, founded in the sense where, as was anybody mean to you? No, but I was, while I was a little high after the show, I smoked a little weed. Hashtag so cool of me. That'll happen sometimes. That'll happen. And so I'm like, yeah, I think it was a little bit of paranoia, but like people were definitely looking a lot more than they usually did. And like in a a scary way. Uh, But anyways, it was overall, it was was very fun. I did, uh, my song choice was Carrie Underwood's Before He Cheats, a classic. Uh, Certified bop certified but I think the disconnect was I had this like drag persona and then I was singing a Carrie Underwood song so it just didn't really make that much sense but also I didn't I don't know any songs by men so uh, I really had to go with my my gut when was the last time you saw a man in concert oh Jesus uh there there are no wrong answers I'm just curious I'm I'm trying to think yeah (laughs) let's let's review the tapes Casey Musgraves. Yeah, Casey Musgraves had no boys involved. None. Um, King Princess. Dua Lipa Lipa, had no boys involved. Meg Thee Stallion. I am going to see Orville Peck in a couple weeks. So check, That'll be really fun. But he's gay, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. Yeah, I heard he hooked up with Diplo. (sighs) That's pretty hot. Good for them. It's really hot. It makes me very happy. I wonder if they kept, like, uh, the mask on. Ooh. That's sexy. Then the fringe would, like... If he was bottoming... You just kind of slap it around. If he was bottoming, it'd be just, like, fine. But if he yeah. was topping, like... Uh, you could have a little lash The tickling marks. of the yeah. fringes, I think, would really take yeah. me out of it. Oh, really? <laughs> I love how you're like, the fringe would tickle. And I'm like, you get some lash marks from the leather. Well, what... How how fast do you think he's whipping the... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know his sex That's life. True. I don't know his That's dick true. game. That's true. I'm not here to speculate. That crosses the line in terms of being <laughs> presumptuous, is assuming how fast he's, like, whipping the mask around. I'm, I'm here being like, I'm not here to speculate. We are literally recording a podcast. That's all people Speculation do. Speculation stations, Just here to, to, here to chit-chat about Diplo <laughs> and Orville Peck's sex life. Yeah. God, um, I love it. But, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I literally had a moment during my performance where, like, I could just see people too well, and I could just see people with their arms crossed, and I literally yelled out, you guys hate me, <laughs> and I just ran to the back. Um, yeah, it was really embarrassing, Kate. Like, truly, truly don't, I just, I've never felt so out of my purview. Like, I'm so sorry that I'm laughing No, you should you be. It's really funny. I was, I was 
panicking on stage because I didn't have any choreo. I didn't really like, so I had a hammer in my overall belt, overall like pant loop, of course. Dick butch always comes the prepared. The butch dick. Butch dick. Butch dick always comes prepared. And then I had another move where I pull out this tiny little rifle shaped lighter. Okay. And I like kind of point it and that got some, I got money. So I yeah. made money. And then later at Charlie's, I gave the money I made to another drag queen. And that felt like a moment I didn't know I wanted in my life. That's cool. Very paid it was, forward. It was very very a fun feeling I didn't realize how it was hard you know I was like I really would have felt better if I had more choreo prepared I did drag once and I realized how uh much of the song I didn't know oh shit no for real and I'm like you know lip syncing how hard could it be I listen to this song all All the the time time. and then the reality of it I'm like oh I guess I never sang this part (laughs) <laughs> right, you just skip over that part in your mm-hmm. brain. Yeah. Tell, tell everyone your your drag name. My drag name is Paul the Detective. <laughs> I love it. Um, I'm obsessed with it. I had been listening to a lot of Mariah the Scientist, and I just like that formula of your name, the occupation. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. What great would one. you be if in that formula? In that. Greg the Accountant. <laughs> mm, I don't, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I thought Paul the Detective was like That's a very really clever name. I didn't really, I bought all of this stuff to uh, make my face look older, like old man makeup, but it didn't really, you couldn't see it. Didn't it didn't take? It, yeah, something about it I just fucked mm. up, so... Mm. I just drew really bushy eyebrows and, like, a mustache, and I was like, oh, I guess that's all they had to do. That's The fair. jig is up. I wasn't, like, strapping my chest down or anything, yeah, so. Yeah. Strapping my chest down. I, that's I how, heard that. <laughs> that's how we stayed in the biz, baby. Yeah. I actually was very impressed. I did my own makeup. Sophie was going to do it for me, but she was, like, working. And so I was like, fuck it. I'm an adult. And I got on (laughs) YouTube. And I was, like, very impressed with myself. That's hot. Like, there was one tip I saw where to make a little, like, beard, you just use a mascara wand and, like, stipple. Mm -hmm. And just, like, layer. And it looked real as fuck. Good advice I've gotten before for making a beard is if you have, like, a wine cork. Oh. You light the end on fire and like singe it, oh my and gosh. then you can like rub the ashes around, and it kind of looks like five o'clock shadowy. Wow, all natural. Mm-hmm. That's oh, a yeah. tip for the organic girlies out yeah. there. Light a cork to or make the your drag people that drink a lot of wine. Either one. Either way, whatever yeah. your personal needs are at home for your drag persona, just we got you. We got you. Uh, yeah, but I had fun doing drag. I'm not sure it was something I would want to do a lot. It wasn't like. I got the calling for it, sure. but the one time I did it, I was like, yeah, sure, I get it. Yeah. I mean, I love going to drag. Yeah, it's so, so fun to watch. I, I definitely, doing it, I have a newfound appreciation times a million. Like, I already was definitely in awe of drag performers, even if it's, like, the worst drag I've ever seen. I'm like, you fucking did it, babe. They fucking did it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I would be open to doing it again. Nice. Um, Because now I kind of understand, like, <laughs> I mean, the first time you do anything, it's going to be pretty shitty but people said i did okay so it's not like hell yeah dude i just it felt so much scarier than i thought like i do karaoke in front of i have no problems doing karaoke in front isn't of people. that and we both do stand up but it's like totally yeah. different yeah it is yeah. when you're in like a persona i just felt very like naked on stage you know what i mean like oh, that's so crazy like i didn't you know i had this whole outfit on but like i didn't feel like i knew what i was doing and i was just like oh my god i'm scared yeah. um, which is a feeling that you really can't predict feeling you know what i mean yeah, truly. Well, overall, glad I you, did dude. it. That's awesome. Yeah. What's been up, you know, with your week? What's happening? Well, I do. This isn't what happened to me this week. Talking about you walking to Charlie's reminded me of a story. So I have this Let's friend, Biff, who's like classically so stunning. She is six feet tall, a ballet Pilates instructor, long, naturally like white blonde hair. She's wow. stun- She's like one of the most beautiful people I know. A few years ago, we were getting food ready to go to a barbecue at our friend's house and she was like hey I don't really feel like going to the grocery store today can you go I just am not in the mood like everyone stares at me she's not being weird she uh, she's a pretty genuine person she's like everybody stares at me I just can't deal with that right now and I was like well that's what a never problem. happened to me at the grocery <laughs> wow. store. Wow. Everyone so, stares at me because I'm so attractive. So I go and now I like have this in my head because it's something I've never thought about. 
and I do realize that people are being creepy. One guy like licked his lips at me. Oh. Um, I felt really leered at and I was like, oh my God, have I never noticed like how fucking disgusting the grocery store is? <laughs> That's hilarious. So I buy my food and as I'm hustling out, I realize that my purse strap has unbuttoned <laughs> my shirt. No. It's <laughs> So the only way to get the kind of attention that she was getting was to just have my shirt open. Titties fully out. Completely fully out. And like, I think I had like a sheer bra. Like I was oh really thotting out. And Nipples so, were biz. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> I love that. You're like, God, people are fucking disgusting. And then I was like, oh, nope. I was flashing them. <laughs> <laughs> when, did you, when was the moment like when you got in the car and like went to buckle your seatbelt? When did you realize that? Uh, I was outside of the store. It was somewhere in between like the store and my car. You just I think down. I felt the breeze on my, sh- on my <laughs> oh skin my and was like, fuck, dude. You felt a, a gentle, calming breeze. <laughs> On your misogyny. And you're yeah. like, oh, that's on me. Yeah, that's which I'm a pretty, like, modest dresser, so just, I don't know. I was raised Catholic, and that's one of the things that's coming back to get me. <laughs> that's incredible. And it was a very, like, shit <laughs> moment. <laughs> yeah, I, I love those moments where you're like... <laughs> I, you know, you come to a conclusion that is then immediately put oh, yeah. you think by yourself. You, you think you learned something new about the world and then you're no. like, oh no, my shirt was just off. Yeah, <laughs> that was just actually, scrap that. <laughs> put that in the recycling bin of my mind yeah. uh, and move back. It's a great, I think about it all the time because it was pretty funny. Yeah, you're And like, I told I'm... Biff and she was so <laughs> gracious about it. Oh my God. You're like, I thought I was relating to my supermodel friend. No, nope, yeah, just thought, being, a, I was I being a I thought we perf. were the same kind of beauty standard, but it turns out I was just half naked in public. <laughs> Well, you know, we, air yeah. conditioning, those nipples be popping. Yeah, we, gotta, we all have to do what we have to do to get to supermodel status at the grocery store. That's that makes complete sense to me. Yeah, it was like, I just don't know why no one told me it, like they thought of, I don't know. It'd be creepy. Like imagine someone's like, hey, your tits are out. Yeah, I, there's no right answer. There's no way to there's yeah, no way to get around that. That's true. I, yeah, I'm not blaming this on the public, but <laughs> my <laughs> week was pretty good. It was very eventful. I got a flat mm. tire on Park Avenue. Oh, not on park. Yeah, on like. How'd you get out of that? Did you have to pull off? I pulled over like immediately to a Chinese restaurant. Oh wait, which one? Uh, I forget, but they were so nice. Um, I think I just got takeout from there, and it was really good for for the first time. Which I could really good. They're really nice. They were really nice. Yeah, they came out and offered me ice water. Oh, that's nice. While I was like taking care of my shit, a guy walked by very graciously, offered to help me change my spare, and I was like, great. I haven't had to change a flat since my parents were teaching me how to drive. So, yeah, I'm very lucky. I don't really get a lot of flats. The first step was finding this key. I bought my car from my dad, and he put these, like, anti-theft locks on the hubcaps. It's not, I mean, it's not that the car, the car is not, it's the nicest car I've ever owned, but... It's a very dad move. Like Very dad move. Let's keep these hubcaps secure! Yeah. (laughs) I know. I told Hannah Jones afterwards, like, well, I guess... It makes sense because my wheels have never been stolen. And she went, yeah, neither of mine. I was like, okay, shut the fuck up. Yeah, literally same. Stay out of this, you. <laughs> so I didn't have the key to unlock the tires. He was like, so I can't do anything. No. So I used my mom's AAA. Love that. To tow it to a garage. Car Liv stuff was is, with me ugh. and we both had shows in like an hour. No. So we were both stressing the fuck out. Well, that's ex- That car yeah. stuff is truly one of the most stressful things about modern life. Car maintenance will. is hard enough for me, but yeah. when bad stuff happens, I'm not expecting. That is like fucked up. So. Yeah. I, I got my worst car moment was spring of 2021 so like about a year about a year ago there's a lot of nails in our alley so like for a while there i was just getting nails in all of my tires (sighs) to the point where i was like is someone like fucking doing this on purpose yeah oh i get so paranoid about that stuff i'm like who's trying to destroy (laughs) me (laughs) yeah gotta watch out and so (laughs) but i found a great garage around the like around the block so that's good all in one day i had a appointment to go get my very first covid vaccine at walmart like far as fuck away so i get in my car i start driving flat tire no and so then i had to have my roommate drive me and i had to have someone else pick me up and then i got broken up with the exact same day oh my god i was like flat tire covid shot breakup those three things could push you under but you know i'm still here oh god so you were like tired and sick from the shot when you were getting broken up with one million percent oh yeah life's little moments what's so bummed out for you (laughs) no 
It was fine because my friend who picked me up, like my ex, had like texted me something vague. You know, it's like a cryptic breakup text. Yeah. Like you know, not. Where yeah, you're I'd not like g- to see you. Let me know. Period. Yeah, yeah. Literally, like no emojis, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. I was at crema crying about it. You know, the pre-breakup cry. Then it happened, and it was fine, and whatever. I at this point like nails and tires and that kind of like i'm just zero percent phase because i'm like all right i also have like a really old ass car so i'm like this i thing totally is just... yeah when it rains it pours with bad news right? yeah it's like things come in threes i mean it wasn't like, getting a covid shot was actually like a positive i was like so fucking happy as yeah. we all, as so many of us totally were. but it wears you out yeah one million percent. I got fired right after my dad passed yeah. away and it had been such a hard time Damn. that it was pretty like okay yeah just <laughs> All right. We'll take I, this on the chin and move on. Exactly. Yeah. By the time I got fired, I was like, oh, I guess I have the day to go like sit. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, fine. Cool. Great. Yeah. So if you're going to do something bad to someone, just wait until something else bad has happened to them and then it'll it's put like, it in whatever. perspective. Yeah. That's exactly how that, that's exactly how that should go. Like bad lessons. news. Yeah. Bad news. Let's make it worse. Cause you know, you're already probably disassociating. I actually found a great queer garage. Oh, right. Good Judy. I've heard of them. Yeah. They're they, new, right? I haven't been yet because my car was towed. They seem new based on how I've only been recently hearing about them. Really fucking great communicators. Nice. They well, gave me the price for everything up front. That's hot. Which is so major for yeah. car stuff. Major. I get really intimidated and I always feel like I'm being swindled. One million percent. They gave all the prices up front. Really great communicators. Nothing yeah. but nice things to say about Good Judy. Yeah, I've I've been seeing them on like Denver Queer Exchange and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like a queer garage fucking sign me up. Hell yeah, dude. I do have a guy named Mike who I got on referral from a queer friend who's a, Mike's a homie. Like I got I had some stuff done to my Camry. Do I have a Camry? Yeah, it's a Camry. And uh, you were asking me, and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I get mixed the Camry and Corolla mixed up. Yeah. Anywho, I had this issue with my car last fall, perhaps when I would drive on certain areas, like there would be this massive thudding from the back of it was like, whoop, 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 and it was just like, and like the car would vibrate and shake. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like so, gripping my elbows no, right now. I'm really yeah. stressed Let's, out. We don't need to go it. into it. So I went, I took it to a garage. They couldn't recreate the sound, but then they were like, you need all this other stuff. And I was like, I can't afford all that other stuff. But then I did some of it because they were like, we think it could fix it. Did it fix it? Fuck no. And I was at like $1,500. Oh my and God, I like, car shit is so yeah, expensive. So horrifying. And then I went to Mike and he was like, oh yeah, like your rear brake was just down. And he replaced my air filter and did all that for 50 bucks. And I was like, this is a fucking homey move. Yeah. You need like people who are not trying to like... Obviously, people need to make money. Yeah. But, like, the other people, they were clearly, like, they didn't fix my problem. They charged me a fuck ton of money. I'm just like... Yeah, I'll show you the email Good Judy sent me because they literally just were like, here's what we can fix. Here are the prices. Let us know. We'll get to work. That's so... That's very refreshing. It felt great. Yeah. (sighs) So, I trust them with my life. Um, So, that was the chaotic part of my week. I got my Peloton moved from my mom's apartment to my house. Bike time, baby. Yeah, I went for a ride yesterday. It felt great. Iconic. While watching Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. That Um, sounds perfect. Name a better thing to do on an afternoon besides go outside. (laughs) Yeah, I was... I didn't... I wasn't going to say that. Uh, It was windy yesterday. No, it actually really was. I went for a bike ride... Because I got my bike tuned up. Biking season. Yeah. Indoor, outdoor. doesn't matter where you do it. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> this is now a biking themed podcast. Except for the but, food episode we've clearly established right, but right. haven't, haven't touched gotten. once. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Biketopia. Maybe our cycles will match up. Hey. <laughs> we um, fist bumped. That's going to be our next podcast is like all about biking. Funny. Let's find a, a queer bike shop. To It'll be wheelie fun. <laughs> All right, let's get into gear. Can't eight. live like this Let's anymore. get into gear. Come on. Oh, my God. I'd like to put the brakes on this conversation, actually. Ah, you uh, couldn't handle it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. Shifting gears. Did yes. you ever say that? Damn. No, no. That was great. Okay. Just trying to get a grip tape on this. Um, 
love it. It's hard to keep up with your puns. It really I is. I fucking love but it. I'm you trying. Did so good. Thank you so much. Where was I? <laughs> oh no, I went on a bike ride yesterday morning because I saw it was going to be windy all day, and it's just I, I'm so ready for biking season. Like I truly become a different person. I've only been biking for like two years. Did you learn to ride a bike? No, two years I, ago? I knew how to ride a bike, but like I didn't own one until like the pandemic started. Oh my god, it's and such it, a game changer oh, it, it's to just own your own bike. So joyful. Yeah, and like go being able to like go to shows and like smoke a joint while I ride and like just kind of bop around like oh I'm just gonna like cars are very cumbersome yeah and especially in the summer when it's so nice here in Denver like I'm I'm having really fond memories of I used to live along the river trail and I would take it to work it was right after Lemonade came out by Beyonce of course yeah and I have really fond memories of riding to work with like a little bluetooth playing Lemonade Uh. And it was Hold the up. best way to start a day. So beautiful. Yeah, it was awesome. Hold up. Let I love you like I love you. <laughs> exactly. Slow down. You're just like, ding, ding. Like, oh, yeah. that is the six, living. The Six Inch Heels song. I was like, wow, I really relate to this song about an international <laughs> prostitute. <laughs> is that what? She grinds day and night. <laughs> right. The part where Beyonce's like, stuck in her paper. Stuck <laughs> in her paper. <laughs> Literally. I'm like, this is so me. It's so me. Yeah. Six inches. Six inches. She walks in the party like a dad. That might be my favorite song from that album. What's your favorite oh, song from Lemonade? Hold up. Okay. Easily. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's but, great. Well, there's so many good ones. And the whole album. The visual album. Do you watch it? Mm-hmm. Of course. Classic. I really miss that era. Of Beyonce? Where, yeah, of Beyonce. And like also when like visual albums felt very like <gasps> cutting edge. Exactly. Like it was just like... Well, okay, one of my coming out moments in my journey was, um, unfortunately, Orange is the New Black. Um, don't want to talk about it. It's like that sometimes. It just be like that. It happens to the best of us. Yeah. Um, if you think Pusey didn't affect my coming out, literally you're dead wrong. Dead wrong. But then her, Beyonce's first visual album dropped, and I was in college, and like that one music video where she's wearing like a flannel crop tied number with like, you know, jean shorts. I was like, I'm literally gay. Yeah. I'm so <laughs> so gay for this it was an undeniable moment so yeah i really think back fondly on all of beyonce's visual absolutely god i love africa's king too i I don't know that that i watched that That it's on disney plus oh that's why it's the visual well also it came out like a year after the lion king did and her lion king album which i love i listen to it all the time yeah i don't think i got into that one because i just don't do like it didn't um, so the songs are like retellings of, it's not like she covers Lion King songs. Oh, that's interesting. And she features a bunch of artists from Africa, which is fucking so sick. Cool. Yeah, it's really, and the album is like beautiful. Should I watch Lion King and then try to get into the album? I haven't seen the Lion King Oh, yet. so just listen to the album. I say just listen to the is album. Is there a visual? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, it's called it's Africa is King. It's really fucking sick. Okay, no, I have heard of that. Yeah. Do you have Disney Plus? I know people that do. Okay, so. we get the hookup. What do you, yeah, we did. Oh, we did? Yeah. Well, like, we did in the last podcast, but, yeah. like, we didn't send any links for people to, like... Yeah, have, like we've been get... talking for 45 minutes. I feel like... We're at 25. Yeah. How sure. would you like to get into the first segment? I'd love to get into it. Let's ride. It's just about food. Who doesn't... And Fuck, who doesn't... Dude, food is so good. Food is incredible. Who doesn't love it? Now you cook pretty regularly. Yeah, yeah, I love I love cooking. It's it's been an interesting journey. I think everyone has had like shifting relationships mm-hmm. to food in the last like two years because like before the pandemic, I was like cooking a lot more. Like I oh, yeah. I was like a meal prep person. Fine. You're a prepper. I'm a prepper. Get it from my dad. Um, is your dad a prepper? Yeah. Like a meal prepper or like a oh, prep no. prepper. Prep pepper. Shit. Like storm basement full of MREs. Energy. Okay. 40 guns. Only 40? Only 40. Wow. That's he's honestly, really not planning ahead. I think I'd probably downplayed that number because, you know. Liv has a joke that their dad is considered gay in the South because he doesn't shoot guns. <laughs> oh my God. That's so, <laughs> that's hilarious and so absolutely It feels true. pretty real. Yep. Like when the lockdown started, like that was all I had was cooking. Yeah. Um, and bread. Jesus. And bread. Thank you, Brad. But then I just got so, like, tired of cooking for myself and, like, I I lost some joy. But then I discovered grilling. My life changed. God, I love grilling. You cook too, right? Don't you? Yeah, I used to cook a lot more. I am very lucky. I have a roommate who loves to cook. I, yeah, I do like, I love cooking. Like, it makes me really happy. 
It's so fun. And I love taking the, like, throughout the day thinking of what to make. And yeah. I get really stuck in food ruts. Oh. Like, that, not that's, ruts, but, like, on repeat. That's ADHD, though. Absolutely. Right? Where, like, I've been on a boba spree for about... Do you make your own boba? No, 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 oh, no. I was like, no. damn. I'm just talking about consuming. I have looked it up, of course. Yeah. ADHD, people with ADHD hyper-focus on foods. Yeah. And then you'll just be like, I'm going to run this food meal, whatever it is, into the ground until yeah. I cannot stand the side of it any longer. My favorite thing to cook right now is ratatouille. Delicious. Um, yeah, it's it's really fun. There's a lot of like slicing and dicing, which... Satisfying. Scratches an itch for me. Mm. But what I end up doing is just making it and then eating it for every meal for like four days. Yeah, and then by the end of it, you're like, I hate myself. Yeah, but then I'll, 10 days later, I'll be like, ratatouille sounds good. <laughs> Truly. Yeah. You forget. <laughs> no, you really like, that's the interesting part about like meals and stuff. You'll be like, I'm so hot on like, I have this one dish. It's like Thai turkey carrot noodle dish. Yum, yum. Yeah, yeah. Where you like peel. Yeah, you like. You julienne. No, you take a, a, a peeler and just run it down a carrot. Oh, cool. To make little noodles. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you then like zoodle them, if you will. I zoodle them, even though it's like, I think I have a zoodler somewhere. But anyways, it's easier to use the peeler. And so you make like these carrot noodles and turkey and it's like all these yummy spices. And then you like bake it so that the noodles get to like, let me be clear. Veggie noodles are never a substitute for real pasta. They're delicious, but don't be confused. I think it's a sin to be like, here's some spaghetti with zucchini noodle. Like that's I not think what it's it really is. mean. Yeah. And it hurts my feelings when people offer that to me. It's just there's no substitute for the real thing. But this dish is like stands on its own in a very good way. But I'll run that one into the ground every once in a while. But I'm ready. I'm it's grilling season now. Fuck so yeah, I I just, there's nothing better than grilling. I feel like queer people are, we need to reclaim it from dads. Yeah, take it back. Unless yeah. you're a queer dad. And, then do your and then thing, grill babe. grill your little heart out. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that was, that's my dad's, like, that was my dad's thing. Like, the grill. Grilling? Was, like, yeah. grill master. What was yeah. his, like, what was his signature dish? A lot of kebabs. Love a kebab. Like, meat kebabs. Yeah, yeah. They're so good. I'm and co- then, yeah, I like the rearranging of the kebabs that's a big one for like putting the veggies on it and stuff oh right you, like, you like to make them in a colorful order yeah absolutely i i don't do many kebabs but i just cut something in half mostly vegetables and i just rub oil and spices on it and just throw it on the grill God, that you, just, so good. you just sit outside mm-hmm. why did grilling why is grilling like a man thing or whatever like it's so fucking enjoyable. You're just literally cooking your little foods over a little fire and you're outside. It's what so a delight. Great. I love grilled salmon. That's a big one for oh, me. Oh, see, I've never been brave enough to grill salmon on a... It's on a pretty grill. chill. Salmon's one of the easier fish to cook, in my opinion. You just throw it on. Everything with a grill, you just throw it on. Yeah, it's great. Couldn't be easier. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. So, yeah, 2020 was... If all the hell it was, that was the best... One of the best things that happened to me is that me and my roommate, Courtney, bought a grill... Yeah, I remember and... the first day I met you, you were like, I gotta go. I'm gonna go grill a sunflower. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Yeah, because we all got drinks. Oh, right. With, like, I remember Sala that. And Kate. And then you were yeah. like, sorry guys. And Hannah was there. I gotta go. Yeah. I have to go grill this sunflower. Oh, I miss Rita's law so much. My landlord has a lot next to our house with a luscious garden. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's truly beautiful. We take things uh, from time to time because y'all know why. One day, I don't know why. It was very 2020. Like, what else were we got going on? Yeah, it was like August of 2020. Yeah. We were like, let's grill a sunflower. (laughs) And it was the funniest thing ever. You, It's like one of those giant sunflowers. So it's like the size of a dinner plate. The head is. You basically pluck the petals off. You pull some stuff off of the, the fuzzy parts off the front of the sunflower and then you slather it in like butter and like spices. There it is. There butter. it is. Exactly. Butter is the key to all all good things. And you just put it down on the grill. And it's like sunflower seeds. Like y'all know what those are, right? From like baseball and a lot of people know about sunflower seeds. I, yeah, I don't know why I felt that. But they are that. very associated with baseball. Right. So. But it's you can actually cook it. So we cooked it. One of my roommates, Sophie at the time, miss you. Um, she does not listen to the podcast, but if she did miss you a lot basically she made an aioli which was really the saving grace but you cut it and it it really reminds me of corn like eating corn on the cob you just kind of bite the seeds off okay i would give it a six out of ten okay um (laughs) it sounds like a lot of work no it was like a really fun thing okay beers and like 
what else are you going to grill a sunflower than during a global pandemic where you can't be inside with other people? Um, yeah. And it was a fun for the experience, but I wouldn't recommend it as a sustenance. regular occurrence ever. I know what or you sustenance. mean. Or sustenance, yeah. Yeah. The aioli really helped it. Yeah. Love aioli. Yeah. I'll, I remember the day when I found out that aioli was just like oil and eggs. Yeah. It blew my mind. It's, it's basically mayo, fancy mayo. It blew my mind. Yeah. What did you think it was? I just never thought about what mayo was. Yeah. The, I when think I was there's... like a little kid, it just never like... It's just the white stuff yeah. in a jar. And so when I figured it out, it was it really put a lot of pieces together. I think there's some things that you just, you shouldn't ask what's in it, you know? <laughs> what's in mayonnaise? Don't want to know. Keep that shit to yourself. Yeah. Sh- <laughs> I got a frog in my throat. You want a spoonful of mayonnaise? No. <laughs> <laughs> Two white people of the podcast just imagine us like with <laughs> a jar of mayonnaise on the table just yeah. in case your blood sugar gets oh, low. Oh, the unofficial sponsor. <laughs> just jars Hellman's. of mayonnaise. Hellman's. I don't remember the last time I had mayonnaise or aioli. I just don't really think oh, about it. Oh, really? I, I fuck with it heavy. Nice. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not afraid to live my truth. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, work. What, Kate, what is your favorite meal to cook ever? Spaghetti. spaghetti. I make spaghetti all the time. Mm. But I am in a ratatouille kick and I'm enjoying the shit out of it. Ride the wave, babe. Yeah. It's really easy. It's all vegetables. Yeah. What's next? Like you could be on like a rigatoni kick next. (laughs) There's a market near my house that sells really cool pasta. So I'd be getting fusilli. Define really cool pasta. Fusilli. Like the screw top. That it is, looks like screwy. That is very cool. And it's an Italian market, so oh, they just have okay. a lot of really cool shit over there. They have there. different options. Exactly. That's fun. You have a whole, you have a summer ahead of you of different pastas. Oh to my show. god, I can't wait. I love, I love spaghetti. I have a spaghetti tattoo. Yeah. I just love pasta. There's no cool, getting around it. It's a cool ass tattoo. I love Thank it. Thank you. I love it. <laughs> I you, drew you it. You drew it yourself, right? Yeah. It's so cool. Because that's like something I doodle is like spaghetti. <laughs> classic i love it you can't go wrong you know the best spaghetti in town my personal personal opinion dio mio i was just gonna Fucking say dio i mio. love dio mio classic spaghetti and meatballs it's it's expensive but like worth every penny they yeah i've had some of the best pastas ever there they're always doing something new which is cool they have like a squid ink number i really mm-hmm. like the vibes are, are really good there yeah i love dio mio my friend's uh fiance runs that joint That's so shout so out hot. to Lulu's uh, fiance. Hey, thank yeah. you for they providing They also do us Redeemer pizza. Yeah. Which we love and has sponsored the show before. Yeah. I was actually just there recently and had some great pizza. God, like, it's so good. Like, oh, I can't remember, but there was like potatoes on it and like <sighs> leeks and stuff. And it's like, okay, I love leeks. Next level. Next level pizza. I'll eat food, whatever food is in front of me. I'm not a very picky eater, especially because I had that tomato allergy for so long. Right. That now I don't want to be like held back by anything. So, Let me be free. Yeah, I'm a pretty open eater. Like, I'll eat whatever food is presented in me front too. of me. Yeah. Thank God. Like, now I'm dating someone who doesn't have any, like, allergies or, like, food restrictions. So, yeah. Like, we go out to eat and it's like, any allergens? Like, they're looking at us. They're like, these folks are going to have <laughs> a lot of issues <laughs> and dietary needs. And we're like, no, we can do whatever. It was so funny. I went to Portland for a friend trip a few years ago. You can just tell what kind of people are in Portland based on when we sat down and we're getting waters. They were like, okay, what are everyone's dietary restrictions and allergies? It's not a, do you have them? It's what do what you have? What are they? Oh, yeah. and it was everywhere we went. I was like, wow, you must really have to deal with some shit. Yeah. Totally. I'm sure a lot of places in Denver are the same. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Lee, why don't we take a little break? I would love to take a little break because I want to hear a sexy little sponsorship. Voiced by us. Voiced by us. <laughs> so you know it's good. Let's get into it. Hacha! Gold Spot Brewing Company is a queer and women-owned brewery in Northwest Denver. They strive to make craft beer a safer and more inclusive industry for women and queer people. Through events like Big Queer Beer Fest, Drag Brunch, Drag Bingo, Queer... Toberfest, Queer Fam Friday, and Homos and Homies, they've quickly established themselves as a warm, affirming space for the Denver LGBTQIA plus community. Don't we know it? Mm-hmm. Goldspot also considers giving back a top priority. They've always got a handful of donation-based beers on tap, meaning a dollar per pour goes to a nonprofit selected by the staff. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Right now they have uh, beers on tap supporting the Transgender Education Network of Texas, Equality Florida, National Indigenous Women's Resources Center, Youth Scene, Protect Our Winners, 
and international relief teams. Yeah, last year they were able to donate over $12,000 to various organizations and are hoping to more than double that number in 2022. You can stay up to date on all their events via Instagram or on their website's calendar. Yay, thank you, Goldspot. Okay, welcome back. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. It's still us. Um, Lee. Have you ever spent a lot of time thinking about the gayest fruits and vegetables? Kate, I haven't. Uh, <laughs> until you texted me that I should start thinking about it. And what'd you think? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I have many a thought. Many thoughts. But I, I do have the answer. Oh, thank God. I have the answer, and it might not be what you expect, but it is, in fact, grapes. I'm so interested. Continue. Yeah. So, grapes, we've been being lied to by the man you know na- name the common types of grapes ready go seedless green i don't know a sh- fucking thing about grapes. seedless isn't a type of grape that's a descriptor of it like, thank god you're here to tell me about them <laughs> so you've got you, you said green yeah what else name a couple other more uh like wine grapes i don't know man okay that's the thing. There are literally i don't i was going to say hundreds but i don't know that that's true. There are tens of <laughs> tens. tens of, there's a lot of different varieties. We could say dozens. <laughs> oh right, that's good. There are dozens. There are dozens of types of grape varietals. Wow, this is grape news. It it, it really is. <laughs> throw something. I'm going to throw the Princess Diana Beanie Baby at you. You wouldn't fucking dare. (laughs) I wouldn't. Um, She's valuable. Okay, so there's tons of types of grapes. I used to just think like green and red, but there are so many kinds. There are globe green apple grapes, and it's these like very big, round circular grapes that have the crunch of an apple, but it's a grape and they're very watery and like very satisfying. There's also Where like, did you have those? Okay, so at my old company, we did a project for like some sort of grape company that was like bringing cotton candy grapes to the market. You know cotton candy grapes, right? Am I a fucking idiot that I don't know anything about grapes? No. No, I just have a very weird... I had a very weird job in Boulder where we talked a lot about food. Okay. We did a tasting of all these different types of grapes. My mind was blown. Yeah. These grapes. I can't remember. Oh, Concord grapes. It's basically what... I know those. Yeah, like Welch's is a bastardization of but you I mean, wow your job was in boulder they're <laughs> like well just bastardized it pretty much um i could talk a lot about juice and juice marketing because it's all fucking they're lying to people but anyway no <laughs> what <laughs> marketing is bad we're um, here to blow minds, people. We are here to set the re- record straight uh, and let you know We're that here to set the record gay. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> but the most interesting type of grape is actually called moon grapes. I need everyone, if you're listening to the podcast, stop cleaning your room or whatever. Look up moon grapes. What the fuck is a moon grape? I'm going to show you a picture right now. They're very, like, long and kind of phallic-esque. So they're not moon-shaped. No, which is confusing. Because every other grape is. Exactly. So this is the one that they were like, we'll call it the moon grape. Exactly. They're also known as, like, finger grapes. I've seen those. Yes. Okay. Have you had them? They are delicious. I have had them, and I like them a lot. Yeah. Yeah. They're, like, juicy and crunchy and, like, I gotta be honest, grapes are something I always forget exist, and then I have them, and I'm like, oh yeah, these are good. Yeah, well, I I don't buy them because they're so expensive, and I also, like, because it's by the pound, I'm like, I never really know what Mm -hmm. You put grapes down, and it's like fucking $14. It's a lot. But I do love them. Why do I think they're the gay fruit? I don't know. I kind of just wanted to talk about them. (laughs) Um... My rationale. Hey, that's cool. That's my, my rationale on the spot is like there's so many different types. And yeah. And honestly, they're queer. Like these moondrop grapes are queer. do seem queer. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're funny little bunches grown on vines. They stick together. Yeah. They love community. They love community. Um. People forget about them, like oh, me. Yeah. Oh. Shit. I know, ne- but I I never could forget about gay people. Yeah, I don't. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. I don't look in the mirror and I'm like, what's all this? <laughs> Who's what's going on? Where'd with this me piercing today? come from? <laughs> no, I know. I'm talking about society, society. man. They the neglect man. us. The man wants to keep us down, but great yeah. stay shining. I just said papaya because when you cut them open, it's very vaginal. Oh, word. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I <laughs> not did. as not as much a uh, background info. <laughs> okay, but... so that's the bar. So yeah, grapes. 
gay period work okay do you papayas i just had my first papaya for the first time like last year yeah thoughts amazing yeah they're crazy i thought the seeds would be more pleasant but no the seeds are bad objectively bad the seeds are bad but yeah it was um but does it not look like a vagina like oh of course yeah remember like 2016 when like food porn became like a thing it was yeah. like people cutting into egg yolks and like everyone has that one friend who like sliced open a beautiful orange and like suggestively fingered it for an instagram story i would like to be your friend if you do that <laughs> i i don't have any friends that do that not yet anyway well, I, i'll send you some stuff on instagram oh uh, juicy maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's just just me i don't know let us know if you know what I'm talking about. Keep us posted. Keep us uh, keep us in the loop. So what is the gayest vegetable? I have a pretty clear answer. I'm ready to hear it. The I mean, it's a butch. It identifies as a butch. Okay. Uh, the russet potato. Because mm. it just puts some googly eyes on that thing. And you're a little stone butch in a Carhartt jacket. Which I love. I have no further questions. That makes 100% sense to me. Yeah, russet potatoes are obviously lesbians. Um... Truly. The blue potatoes are bisexual. Mmm. That's an interesting one. And I'm not going to tell you why. I'm not going to take any further questions on it. Yeah. It's just a gut feeling I have. That feels right. That feels right. Yeah. And right. like the multicolored bag of fingerling, that's pansexuality. Absolutely mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. God, I love fingerling potatoes. They're so good. Have you ever done like the like you slice them up? No, 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 no. Not slicing. You smash them like smashed fingerling potatoes with like a fuck ton of garlic and yeah a big thing i do with fingerlings is i like boil them for just enough to make them kind of soft and then i like smash them with a fork delicious and put a bunch of like butter and rosemary and salt on it and pop them in the oven i'm literally wet right now and then put some more melted butter on it yeah that's a big thing for me when the potatoes come around that's my like side dish that and broccoli are like my side dish in the summer hell yeah for some reason i get a lot of potato tiktok videos uh fuck yeah um because they're gay they're gay we've been over this we've already been over this (laughs) but like there's so many ways to prepare them that like i've never thought about like you can like i see people putting a potato on a mandolin and making like it's like au gratin but like instead of au gratin with cheese like you basically just like make these like little crispy bits like you layer them i don't know i have a mandolin it's the most fun kitchen appliance i have do you ever get scared about your fingers i so my brother got it for me for christmas um a few years ago he's a chef so he like always gets me really cute kitchen gadgets that's so that kitchen gadgets are the best top tier top tier gift next to socks and i know that's controversial but no but he knows i'm prone to hurting myself Mm. so he got me some safety gloves but also like a little plastic thing that you can put on the vegetable and it's like a, seen a barrier between you and the blade I love so that. i take precaution because yeah it's I'm, like I'm scary good. yeah i cut myself way too much cooking me too i just get you know a little slice happy and then there's my thumb i get really excited yeah. or i just don't pay attention once like i'm in the zone right so yeah i take precaution my brother took precaution and i just am doing what he asked me to Good. so i don't like take my hand away <laughs> that would be bad to, what it a would. what a nice way to say that take my hand like away. i want you to fucking live yeah yeah exactly i think for me mushrooms Ooh, and I, you are a really fun guy yeah i <laughs> Is that a compliment? <laughs> Seeing Lee's disappointment as they look at me has been my favorite part of the podcast <laughs> as I keep making these fucking banger puns. Wait, I don't get the pun. Fungus, like a fun guy. Like oh, a fun I guy. S- that went over my head. Oh, you were just disappointed in me for other reasons. No, I just looked at me like that. No, I don't know what my face was giving. It wasn't a disappointment. I was just confused. Your face was like a sigh. I thought just you like s- <sighs> I thought you said I'm a fun guy. And I was like, I don't know it. I don't know what that means. And you're now I understand that you're making pun. So that's on me. Damn. Not as much of a fun guy as I thought. Apparently not. There's much room for improvement. Oh my God. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, what uh, were you saying? I'm so sorry. Um, Mushrooms. That's, that's, I think, you know, we all have the foraging friends. Ah, and they fucking rule. Again, there's a variety of like, talk about queer. I mean, these mushrooms, like they, you know, mushrooms growing on top of mushrooms. I mean, it's, mm. it's really, it's pretty fucking interesting. I love time lapse videos of mushrooms growing. Absolutely. So, like when they get the little hood 
Oh, it's so it satisfying it. to watch. It's the fucking best. Yeah, I, I went on a date with someone a few years back, and they were talking to me about mushrooms for about 30 minutes. Cute. So cute, but at the time, I couldn't appreciate it Yeah. for some reason. I wasn't emotionally or spiritually evolved enough yet to appreciate that this person was telling me exactly where I could go to go mushroom foraging, and now I'm like, I wish I had retained that information. Damn. Past me was a, a just being a little cunt. That's hard. I didn't know what I had, <sighs> you know. And there's no chance of like getting back in touch with this person you went on a date with. No. Okay. I don't. I don't even remember their That's name. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. And it would also. How weird would that be? Oh, it'd be super weird. But if you want the information, it's you, you could go get it. It's around. It's available. I have a little plastic like three-way folding paper, like a waterproof pamphlet. You know where you can get those at like outdoorsy stores and stuff. Okay. Okay. Um, of edible mushrooms. Oh, that's cool. That I try to remember to take when I'm hiking. I forget a lot, but... Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I... I, And then it, like, just points them out. It's a visual guide. Very helpful for me. We love a visual guide. (laughs) Yeah, I need all the help I can get. Yeah. Not poisoning myself. Truly. (laughs) I just feel like the feeling of finding mushrooms and then cooking them yourself, like... Wow, that probably is a top tier. It's cool. Plus, they're delicious. They are so good. My favorite way to make mushrooms now is you basically take a bunch of different types of amazing mushrooms and you roast them in olive oil in the oven. You it takes a fuck ton of olive oil, but you could like reuse olive oil later. It's just like mushroom flavor and with a bunch of like herbs and garlic and you slow roast them. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Next level. Put them on a pizza. Put them on ricotta toast. Oh my god. Game changer. My mom used to make mushroom caps a lot where she would like turn a cremini or a portobello upside down and mm. put like cheese and roasted veggies on it Word. and pop it in the oven. And so that was good. always really tasty. Portobellos, if you do like Chinese five spice and olive oil on the grill, very good. Damn. Yeah. Oh my God. God, food is so fucking food is good. Food so good. Love it. Might make it my whole personality. Who knows? (laughs) There are worse things. There are are definitely worse things. Okay. So I found some of my favorite food-based songs. We're going to play a couple of them. Groovy. that's the ketchup song what did you had you heard it before no oh that was a huge part of my high school oh seriously yeah for i've some, never heard it was like this. a very popular song in like my friend group you know when friend groups really hold on to something you and latch on who knows if it's actually a part of pop culture but like we were listening to that and like jules foolish games and like desert storm that like yeah, love that, that one. one. <laughs> that one, that everyone knows that one. Uh, no, I've never heard the ketchup song at all. No, I mean, I, I, I don't, I couldn't tell what they're saying, but yeah. I love the vibes. I thought it was gonna be something like ketchup song. This is the ketchup song, and that was just like actually kind of a banger. Yeah, that's why I picked it because yeah. it's not super food related in that way. But if you speak Spanish. Probably. Love this it. one is a personal favorite too. I'm really excited. It's kind of shocking there isn't more food songs. Food songs. Da, 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 da. So seductive. Isn't there a part where he says so seductive? So seductive. Keep going to Oh, so good. It's so good. Whoa. 
So Candy Shop is a certified bop. Such a classic. Yeah. That was... And it's the food analogies that really do it for me. 100%. When he says, I melt in your mouth, not in your hand. Boom. I mean, we love the green M&M here. Yeah. We like thoughty green M&M. Gay so, icon, gay icon. Yeah, so that really struck a chord with me. I remember I was in like maybe the fifth grade when this came out, but like obviously I had no idea what the innuendos meant at all. Oh like, my god! I was just like, yeah, going to the candy shop, dude. It just shows censorship doesn't really work on kids. No, because kids just don't know what's happening. There were so many songs that went right over my head, and I yeah. listen to them now, and I'm like, whoa! Yeah, like Fifty Cent. Um, doesn't he have one that's like called the Magic Stick or something? <laughs> yes, dude. And I remember I was at swim practice as a kid, like, singing along because it was playing in the locker room. So I was already stressed out. Obviously, gay panic. Yeah. Uh, But I didn't know that's what that was. Yeah. And I was singing, and this girl who was, like, four years older than me was like, you don't even know what that means. That does, that means something very bad. And I felt so ashamed. I was like, I had no, I I didn't know what I was saying because I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. You get so embarrassed in those moments. Yeah. And I had no idea what was going on. Uh, but I just knew, I was like, I feel bad about this. Oh no. I know. The shame. This is the shame around magic stick. Yeah. I, from a jock jam CD as a kid, I really liked that song too close. Mm. Can you sing me a little? Baby, when we're grinding, I get so excited. You know how I like it. I try, but I can't fight it. Just about having a boner. I have no idea. No idea. Boner while grinding. Even though the song starts with (laughs) a dialogue where she's like, I wonder if she can tell I'm hard right now. No! And I just like... Wait, can we hear that? Yeah, let's play that. That This is going to be the last... Not food related. More like boner appetite. <laughs> love it. Dialogue was so big back in this oh, era. Oh, I love it. And then you know who kept doing it? Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. <laughs> Taylor Swift was the only one that was like, I really like talking in my I think songs. I I'm gonna ride this until I fucking die. Spelling is fun. They have another song in here called Penetration. Oh my god. Damn, dude. I wonder if she could tell. It's just a great song. Like, I wonder if she can tell I'm hard right now and you're like just in the sixth grade like woohoo! This oh song's god. fun. It's, yeah, I just had no idea. <laughs> and there's a part it's like girl I know you felt it. <gasps> A friend of mine in college said that he used to wear his, like, lacrosse compression shorts to school dances so girls wouldn't feel his boner in case he got one. That's got to be a stressful experience. But I thought it was very respectful of him. Yeah. Because you don't want to creep the girls out. But you do want to bump and grind. Yeah, but it's not going to stop you from bumping and grinding. Mm -mm. Anyways, that was completely unhinged. That's the end of our episode. (laughs) That was our episode today. Welcome to Dyktopia. I'm sorry. Biketopia, the podcast. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Thank you guys so much for being a part of whatever the fuck that was. Exactly. Well, Kate, exciting milestone. We reached over a thousand plays on the podcast. Thank you, everybody. Thank you guys for listening. It's so crazy. That's really exciting. We love you guys. We love you. It's so cute. It's so fun. I was able to like, I was talking to some people after a show last night and they were like, you know, talking about the show and I was like, oh. And we have a podcast. You should listen to it. I know. I keep forgetting to tell people about it. Yeah, because, well, we get so hype about the show. Yeah. But it's like the podcast. We have a great time. Yeah. So people can, and you can listen on demand and you don't have to stressfully try to get tickets at 12 noon on a Thursday. Yeah, where this is less uh, antagonistic. (laughs) Yeah. Anytime, anywhere. Per usual, we love Sophie Birkin, the illustrator of our artwork. Yep. Amaria Levitov, who did the photography. And yeah, just, you know. And Goldspot. We love oh, that. Thank you for sponsoring us, Goldspot. That's so kind. Yeah, big fans. And we love you guys so much. We and love have you. a wonderful day. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.